Water Tribe Network. This is Reading the Room, a show covering sensitive issues and plights of life. And I am your host, Justin, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Anias. Disclaimer, the opinions expressed in the following program are that of the host and or guests. They do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Culture Tribe Network, its affiliates, or any employee thereof. So welcome back to to Reading the Room, uh, product of the Culture Tribe Network. Mm. And once again, I'm back with Anias, but today we also have a guest, familiar (laughs) voice for those of you who would be avid listeners and viewers of the Culture Tribe podcast. We have Shelby. Hey guys, I'm back again. So (laughs) for once, Shelby is outnumbered. There's more guys (laughs) than girls here. (laughs) Totally not accustomed to that at all. (laughs) But as usual, she's very outspoken. She's very strong-willed. So I'm certain that we'll get a great perspective and mm-hmm. viewpoint from Shelby. Because it's nice to have the female perspective. Because you'll see yeah. things in a whole different light, a whole different spectrum. So that'll yeah. be nice. Mm-hmm. So today, and I asked what we're talking about again. Well, we're talking about underage sex. Right. Um, some people find it to be a little bit of a, a taboo, hard to talk mm. about topic. I feel like it's the perfect topic to talk about. Yeah, I feel like that's something people don't really think about. It's just yeah. it's something we know about. It's some not something we're gonna say. Oh well, we're gonna discuss this right now. Yeah, right now for sure. We so get it started. I guess we could dive straight into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so not too long ago, the age of consent raised from sixteen to eighteen, a couple mm-hmm. years back, mm-hmm. and a lot of people in the country older. People mm-hmm. had some issues with that in particular communities. Yeah, I remember oh, that. And maybe to us, the younger people, it was kind of like, excuse? How you could have a problem with that? <laughs> it was common sense to us, you know. But for them, it was probably, it's been this way for so long. You know, I could be with a 16-year-old and I'm 30 mm-hmm. years old. I could be with a 17-year-old. Mm. Um, but now things have changed. And now we have to adjust now as young people. I guarantee all of we would have been in relationships as well mm. with people in our age bracket yeah, yeah, yeah. below the age of 18. Um, what was your experience, Shelby? Well, as a very introverted person, so when right. it came to relationships, I don't think until maybe like 17, 18, that is right, when right. I actually started to venture into relationship type things mm-hmm. other than that, I had crushes and things because I mean, yeah. I'm a human. <laughs> Correct. But I feel like if I talk from my experience, I'll say even that time, 17, 18, for me, I was still kind of iffy on what a relationship is, what it right. pertains, what happens in a relationship. And mm-hmm. that's just because I myself didn't really have anybody to talk to about it mm-hmm. openly and comfortably and uh, i feel like it's something we should start to promote mm-hmm. and i know we were saying before that sex ed in schools mm-hmm. might be a good idea and i agree yeah. because besides the way we communicate in relationship relationships the the obvious thing is um minors diving into sex and yeah. the action of sex and i mean that that is the the topic of discussion for today's episode mm-hmm. what's what does it mean 
to have a relationship that is sexless or a relationship mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. has sex and what is the appropriate time to start mm-hmm. having those type of relations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, really heavy things. <laughs> <laughs> real, yeah. real, real, real heavy things up in here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, um, for, for me, you see, the weird thing about it, uh, um, I've kind of essentially always had that kind of it was weird. It was weird because actually, um, the first time that I realized that I was kind of in a relationship, I was kind of I was pretty young, and it had led to it. It was it was really weird, you know, because at that age, all they know is just like hug, oh, and and then somebody might introduce a little kiss, and you're like, oh, what the hell is this, you know? So <laughs> when it is, so as a child, that's what you do when take your kiss. I mean, like, what is this? <laughs> no, well, that's the thing, eh? Weirdly enough, um, because. What had, what had happened was I had this girl in the neighborhood and I, same, introverted as well. So I never used to talk to anybody and she was actually somebody that I was talking to. And after a while, apparently it was feelings that had developed. And like, to me, it was just the girl I used to go and swing with. And it had it had a day specifically. I just always remember this day though. Like, um, so we, we had ended up kissing and then like the neighbor came, neighbor's son came and then he saw us and he was like, hey, I go tell. <laughs> and I'm like, I run my way, she runs she way. <laughs> and from that day, like, we never really had, like, a conversation. You know? Mm-hmm. So, as a young child, you think, and tell yourself, like, no, that, 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 that just, I couldn't cope with that. It was weird. And then, like, after that, no, secondary school was, like, the, essentially the second relationship that I had. And in that relationship, I, and, and, who, yeah, thinking about it now, Mm, because, yeah, like, <laughs> thinking about it now because with that person i didn't kiss them at all oh and that's strange thinking about it now it's just like that kind of came from that fear back mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. you know so so it's like it was real weird during secondary school for me and i mean after that i had another relationship and then so forth and so forth but it was to me as a child it it it, it gave me more things that I needed, you mm-hmm. know, for example, I had, I had for a while, I was thinking about that, that, that the first, the first relationship, because I was like, damn, like I just can't talk to this girl ever again. Mm. Yeah. You know, and as a child having to deal with that, you're just like, you're just like, you know, you just, you feel a heavy weight, yeah. you know, you feel a heavy weight. But, eh, I, well, I, for me, I grew up in a real strict household. It was me and my mother alone. And I'm my only child, so I guess she would have been real protective about that. Mm. But <laughs> universally, I think, <laughs> or generally in the country, um, it's not like how it is in like the states where mm. underage relationships, or let me say relationships for minors, mm. are not as glamorized and as normalized as they are down here. Yeah. Um, I think everybody who has a relationship with somebody when they are under 18, they try to hide it from their family, they try to hide it yeah, from their parents yeah. because they know they're not supposed <laughs> to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So naturally, we know it's something that shouldn't be done. But if, for me personally, my first relationship, I was real, well, I wouldn't even say relationship, but my first interaction with a female mm-hmm. um, that was romantic, I was real young. I was like 10. I didn't even, and I wouldn't even yeah, call that girl yeah, my yeah. girlfriend. Same. And... <laughs> That is not a flex, by the way. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just like, it's just, at that time, it wasn't really a relationship. You can't no. really call it a relationship. But when I, f- 
you know, because we live in the age of the internet and, you know, you're, you're watching TV, you're listening to music and that's your main source of education mm-hmm. on how things are in the world. So you listen to particular artists, you watch Disney Channel and you're seeing what relationships <laughs> is on TV. Hold hands, yeah, yeah. kiss. Yeah. Yeah. So that is the way I, that was my definition of a relationship mm-hmm. and only recently I sat down and thought about it and the person who I was in a relationship with mm-hmm. when I was like 13, 14, they were already an adult mm-hmm. and I didn't understand what was really going on mm-hmm. until then, until recently rather. And then afterwards, my second relationship, I was somebody in closer to my age mm-hmm. and I recognized that it's not necessarily that I am attracted to people who older than me or whatever because I looked a lot older than my age at the time and sometimes when you find somebody who like for me at least when I found someone who liked me mm. even if they were too old for me I would lie because I was mm. 13 looking like an 18 year old mm. I could have passed for a 16 year old a 17 year old so it's it's almost as if because especially for males and this is why we have Shelby today for mm. males we know when an older woman is attracted to you, that's mm, pips. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So now you feel a better way about you yourself. You feel like a man. So now I was battling with that. Now I still had to hide my relationship because mm. I had to make it seem like me and this person was just, just friends. friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I go over by that person's house for schoolwork help or whatever, yeah, it was yeah. not schoolwork help. Right. And right, it was right. very... Um, looking back on it, it was very unusual. Mm. And that person has... I guess probably in their head it was okay. Mm-hmm. But as a young person, you don't know better. True. At, True. at least at that age. Now, as we were, as I was talking about earlier, because we are educated because of the internet and you go to school, your friend, your best friend, have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, and you're looking around and it's like, it's the norm because mm-hmm. now your body changing, you're starting to experience these different feelings. You're starting to understand that, you know, that, what your body is going through is is natural and mm. everybody going through the same thing. So you're looking for somebody almost that you could relate to, you could yeah. confide in. Or if not, you're just giving into the peer pressure of mm. everybody have a mm-hmm. boyfriend or girlfriend, so, so I well. need to have one because yeah. that is like the status quo. Mm-hmm. But getting into the topic of underage sex now, because it's understood that I don't think there's anything you can do to stop underage relationships. Mm-hmm. But I was taught a lesson by my mother herself. Mm. And she told me, the reason that it is unsafe for a young person to get into a relationship, even with someone who is their age, a minor, Mm. the reason it is unsafe is because you'll start off spending time together, probably Mm. just holding hands. Mm. Holding hands is not going to be enough. And you'll start kissing. And kissing is not going to be enough. Mm -hmm. And then it gradually evolves Mm -hmm. into sex. And like it or not, sex before 18 mm-hmm. is illegal in this yeah, country. It is, is a, it is it a is, criminal is. offense. And whilst it may be normalized, mm. because you would see children 16, 15 years old telling their parents they're going big people party, yeah. they're going fat, mm-hmm. they're going... Like, for example, I remember when I was 15, 16 in Form 4 and Form 5, I hear my classmates talking about them going island crashes. Island crashes yeah. is not 18 and over That's, event. Oof. But it is normalized because it's for young, for young people. people. Yeah. But we blur the line. We blur the line between minors and young adults. Mm-hmm. 
And that's why I think so much people, men and women who are above 18, 20, 21, 22, they feel so comfortable mm-hmm. going around the girl in the school uniform yeah, yeah. and saying to them, well, outside of school, she only two years younger than mm-hmm. me. Yeah, but you is 19 and she is 17 yeah. and there's a problem with that. So, as far as it goes with regards to underage sex, we have to do something, I believe. What would be your, how would you tackle that situation? I how feel would you adjust? It, it have it have it have multiple ways you could uh, tackle it. Um, it had to do with on both sides because kids spend a lot of time in schools, mm-hmm. right? And something that for me, I believe that we need. If it is, we have religious education. Why it is we don't have sexual education? Because very, 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 religion very is a part point. of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sex is also a part of life. Mm-hmm. So why it is we can't have both? Why it is we can't have uh, a, a class? Especially, it don't need to be before or it could just have a period for that. Yeah. It could be once a week. Mm-hmm. Right? And you have someone come in and they're like, and, and it's not somebody that come in and be like, sex is bad. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Wrap up before you t- is No. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to the children and be like, all right. Now it's your choice mm-hmm. to do this because I can't tell you what to do. No. But these are the things that would happen, right? These are the things that could happen. Yes, it may feel away. Yes, it may feel, it may feel like you're like again in the world. Yeah. But you need to know that if it is you continue and if it is you choose to go ahead with this, there are repercussions, not from mm. society, but from yourself. Self, yeah. And then we need to educate the parents. Because the parents know, because a lot of the times parents kind of shy away from that. Yeah, Yeah, they don't know how to, because their Mm -hmm. parents never spoke, never talked to them. Mm -hmm. So when it is a child go, mommy, our babies does make. And she say, well, a a pelican, yeah, (laughs) or a pelican does come and drop the... I ask God for a babe. My mother tell me. (laughs) Let me tell you what my mother tell me. My mother tell me. That if I ask God for the baby, wow. the baby come and it's true. Shelby is Mary or something. Yeah, God is granting babies these days, you know. But conceiving. Yeah, and and just find all kind of stories, you know. So yeah, it, instead of just being to the point, instead of just yeah, yeah, you know. And 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 that thing about it is that I remember back in school is like when it is when it is men open the dictionary. And they search for sexual intercourse. That was a funny thing yeah. because it's like, oh, look at this word that we're not supposed to be saying, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, and that, that in itself kind of come from parents not talking to them kid, to their kids about this is what sex is. Mm-hmm. This is what sex does. This is why it is, as your parents said, this is why it is you should not engage in it at a certain age because yeah. there are repercussions, not from society, but from you. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think even the physicalization of sex people don't know like people don't know what happens to the body why does somebody mm-hmm. get caught hard why does somebody yeah. get wet they don't even understand that i know mm-hmm. have, i have friends my age that something i had to tell them all is so and so is normal <laughs> yep correct. something yep. you don't even know about your body but you're doing no. things and besides that what does sex mean to a relationship hmm. sex will save a relationship it'll sure. make the relationship better nothing but then uh, then it goes to what do they understand sex being to a relationship what yeah. do they understand a relationship being mm-hmm. and from what age are you speaking about this whether yeah, yeah. between each other as minors between you and your parents um just as a whole you know yeah. everything 
I remember when I was younger, any little kiss or anything on TV, mm. parents close blocking my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're watching. Yeah, we're watching. Close your eyes. But these are things that happen naturally, and yeah. we were birthed by the act of sex. Mm. Every single person on the face yep. of the planet. Humans yep. naturally we going to be drawn to somebody and drawn mm-hmm. to each other. We're going to feel these natural feelings. That's why we get crushes and things. Yeah, yeah. And we yeah. need to start to address all those yep. things, and whether or not we want to, to say, all right. If all I have sex, that is all the choice. But mm. know that this is how it is on a physical yeah. plane. This is yeah. how it is on a mental plane. If you believe in spirituality and religion, mm-hmm. or oh, it affects you on a you spiritual, know, yeah. Spiritize and saying people mm-hmm. are saying that yeah. things. Yeah. Let them understand on on a wide scale. And if you still if they still choose to be having sex, of course it's minus and minus. I'm not talking about no minus and no big people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. a whole next conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they still choose to do it, they understand the responsibility yep. that, that their actions have. Because sometimes what they're looking for in the act of sex isn't what they will find in no. sex. Some people they 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 turn to sex because they want and, and intimacy, but they don't understand exactly. how you can get intimacy exactly. in different ways. And yeah. what is what is we as a society, especially turn into a wider a wider um scale? What it is we don't understand is that sometimes, like there are people that that have been sexually abused as children, right. and that causes them. To then be very sexually active, and that's something that because they want to take back control of exactly. that aspect of their lives. Yeah. Yeah. So when it is you have a child that's that's sixteen or mm-hmm. seventeen that want to lash out in that way, and she and she's doing her thing, and then now fellas looking at that at that age, yeah. you're looking at it like, oh god, but she easy can mm. get some from she. Yeah. Or you you still a virgin? Check this girl here. And we don't, because of the fact that we don't understand the reason why these people do these things, we just like, a lot of us end up taking advantage of it. And that's something, and again, that comes back to sexual education, right? I shouldn't, as a child, you shouldn't have to learn what porn is from your bedroom, right? True. You shouldn't have to learn that because you... Because it's there. Yeah, it's, it's there. Yeah. Especially now, when it is I learned what porn was, it, the internet wasn't popular. It yeah. was... Yeah, it's you know? your, your home phone to use <laughs> yeah, the internet. Yeah, that was that was when it is you had to click yes, you were 18 to go on, you know. <laughs> and now it don't even have that anymore. It's just like, oh well, go to this site and you're in. It's on advertisements. Yeah. On, mm-hmm. As soon you, as you open up Google, you type in yeah. something. And these little children, five and six years old, know how to type in Mickey Mouse to, for yeah. to, to get it for themselves. And I remember it had a day, right? A day I was watching a movie on the internet and a ad pop up. Boobies. A, yeah, a whole ad pop up. And it and my, my girlfriend, well, my ex at the time, she was next to me and she was like, she screamed out because she's like, what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> you know? It just came up. So imagine that being a 12-year-old watching, mm. I don't know, Curious, My Little Pony. Because nobody <laughs> want to talk about it with them and it's taboo. So you, you, you want to know, yeah. okay, well... Why is, is this so bad? Yeah. yeah. Why and why we must avoid it? Because right. nobody is more curious than exactly. a young child. Not a young child. And so. these young children, I mean, when I was 12, I don't even think I had a phone. Yeah. But nowadays these kids Everything they have smartphones right. in their phone than me. Yeah. So if yeah. they want to figure out something, they switch it up on the phone. If they want to see something, it's easy. And right it's there. spread about. I mean, when people mm-hmm. 
like sex tapes and nudes going mm. around. It's very easy for it to reach yeah. these children for they don't have yeah, no filter and they talking through WhatsApp. To each other yeah. more sexually exactly yeah. than me yeah, is a big man and I just, just I I said but I real boring cause them real vicey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and when, mm. when we talk about because you don't want to lose sight of the topic. I mm. mean we all share our own experiences and we all contributed um our different viewpoints on what trivializes or casualizes mm. the topic mm-hmm. of sex. I want to split it up now. So, Shelby, I'll ask you, how, if you had to tackle this situation, how would you help young people, minors, be able to see that sex is a very serious thing? Mm-hmm. And how do they give it the, the right amount of respect and attention that it deserves? And and I guess what I'll ask you is, how do you help children to see that sex is not taboo, mm. that it is normal, that it is a part of life without casualizing it? How mm. do you... So, it's two, the two sides of the spectrum because mm-hmm. there's a very thin line in between making sex casual and, well, sleep with who you want. Mm-hmm. And another... And the other side, understanding that... Hold on, let me explain something to you, right? Yeah. God, go strike you down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you yeah. sleep with somebody. So, please understand. So... Yeah. How would so Shelby? You can go first, ladies first. A big part of it, of course, is the sexual education within schools. So get them to understand physical and mental of the sex itself. So not only just what it means physically, biologically, you know how your bodies operate, what happens in the act, but then also what does it mean psychologically, what it means in relationship, what it means as an act. Of course, within the church, you could speak about it. If you're speaking about it religiously, mm-hmm. spiritually, start to promote more open discussions. A lot of times, sometimes in the churches itself, sex is a kind of shaky topic. And the pastor telling you, no sex before marriage or else you've got a hell abomination. Yeah. And then you in the church like, oh, well, I guess I, I didn't talk about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even if it, if, even if it is you doing it already. Yeah. Yeah. If we could find ways also, because we're saying parents have to talk to their children, but what if they don't know how, how to? to? Mm-hmm. How do we find a way to help parents talk to our children? Us as ourselves, we, some of us might end up being parents mm-hmm. when we get older. How do we then change the perspectives? So you have to look at it in different lights as much as we can to start to to get the ball rolling because it can't happen immediately. Mm. Just say, well, this is what we want. Boom, tomorrow, <laughs> it's going to happen. But yeah. if we, we start to, to be more aggressive in how we do things, somebody could start a movement with, yeah. mm. with sex ed in school. Yeah. Go on, if you had to go and protest in front of the ministry and say, hey, we want this to happen. Yeah, yeah. We look, we have a, a proposal. This is yeah. the structure of it. This is what we're going and do. Because this, these kids are the future of our nation. Yep. And if they don't even understand how sex is a serious issue, mm. then they're going to grow up thinking that so many sexual sins or sexual mm. crimes are normal because mm. they don't have the knowledge. So I appreciate shall be talking about the education aspect mm-hmm. of it. And because you did mention earlier, mm-hmm. don't let it just be somebody who comes and, you know, demonizes sex. Yeah, yeah. Because that's how every single human on the face of the planet ever in history was born. True mm-hmm. sex. Yeah. None of it was hatched from an egg. Exactly. None of it was made in a lab. So, Santa didn't most bring of, me neither. None of it was made in a lab. <laughs> right. So, 
thank uh, thank thank shall we thank you for uh, that. let me just tell mm. you all one more thing too when when i talk about this this education in school let me tell you how important it is i remember in primary school they pull all the girls aside to sit down in classroom and these people from these like sanitary napkins those kind of <laughs> brands they they came and give you a little bag. Everybody, everybody interested. That was a girl. They know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about periods, and I remember if it had anywhere that I learned anything about being a woman and what happens mm. with your body, mm-hmm. it was that mm-hmm. that one session. So imagine yeah. if we have constant and, sessions yeah. in the school, and you understand yeah. more things. But then with that, now, imprint, yeah. with yeah. that now, you need to have it. You shouldn't separate the boys and the girls because then that's that, a very good point. Exactly, <laughs> that that then leads to men all their lives thinking, "Oh well, when let women go and deal with women stuff, Correct. I shouldn't have to buy parts because that's women stuff." Yeah, that's, and fellas, it's a big fella. Yeah, that big man that wouldn't go and buy a part, and I just like, bro, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Why it is you can't put as like and and then I come from education because then you as simple as that. You know, I feel like a thing to yourself. Oh well, the police are outside to talk about about, so about sanitary napkins and things. Yeah, so that's good thing. But meanwhile, because I remember that talk too. Meanwhile, the police are outside to talk about sports. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> no, I could have learned about sports from the TV, you know. But something like that. Them just tell me about here growing. You see, you see. So it's like so. In that case, now you need to you need to educate both male and female because. Mm. You need to educate them on sexual assault. You need to educate them on, on sex. You need to educate them on our body parts, the way how they work. Mm-hmm. Because, because we keep complaining. We're like, yo, men don't know. So and so and so is the case. But how do they learn? And don't bebe it. Oh, God. Don't try to soften so the language. Every time child born, you're naming all the body parts and all the names yeah. that is not the body parts. Exactly. It's a joke thing. What's a joke thing? PP. PP. So and a child is and, 10 and years old and calling it all kind of things. What's not? It is has some real weird names. Dingaling. Yeah. <laughs> I know all of and them. And it's sure. like. The Coco Looks. Yeah, all yeah, kind yeah. of yeah. shuffiness they was calling. You know, and those kind of things is all those things are things that kind of lead up to these issues now with mm-hmm. regards to removing that sort of taboo from it we, no, we yeah to, so you go ahead now yeah, um, we need to, tell me about how we remove the taboo and make it seem a little more normal the roots because the re- a lot of the reasons why it is we think this way is because of religion you know mm. religion tells us okay oh well this sex this sex thing you shouldn't talk about this until you're married and then when you're married now oh well you need to talk to the pastor about this privately why? Why need to talk to the pastor about Why? my sex life? Yeah, Why he needs yeah. to know that? Hey, that's the thing. Well, that is before we don't just paint it on religion alone. This no, is no, no, it, it is isn't. specific. Is the pastor specific religious leaders? Yeah, starting yeah. from the ground up. Yeah. So, so from there is that because that's how a lot of the parents learn. They like, all right, well, even, even, even psychological help is the same thing. Like, it, all right, well, I had to go to my pastor and that's it. Right, so so then from there now you you, you talk to the parents. We need to then normalize conversations between parents and children. Yes, we have this thing in our in our in our country where we think to ourselves, oh well, big people don't have anything else to learn, especially mm. from children. Mm. When it is you as a try, you as a child try to teach your parents something. I mean, yes, it might not be the best way, yeah. but then they look and they tell you, oh, you're being disrespectful. 
What do you mean I'm being disrespectful? How I'm much time you ever hear? Keep out of big people okay. business. Yeah, stay out of big people business. And now I understand that, all right, yes, you ain't, go, you ain't going on talk how your sex life is with your child, obviously. But when it is your child come and ask you, mommy, where's sex? And then you say, nah, that's big people thing. Don't talk mm. about that. They will go and find the answer, you know? They will find it. And they go find it from a bedroom. And or they go find it from a girl. they find it somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they go find it from some big fella, some pedophile who just like, the oh, well, I could show you. About it. Yeah, the maximum. I could show you how the, the pedophile so teacher in the school go teach them about it. Exactly. Somebody go teach. Or the internet. Somebody exactly. go teach them about it. And children just end up teaching each other, but children don't know children don't the know. right thing. Blindly, then the blind. Not? Exactly. I, <laughs> I remember, right? I remember. Um, in school, it had this, like, I think I was from one or from two. I remember, um, a bunch of fellas end up, um, essentially having sex with this, with this one girl, right? And, like, men was doing things like, some, some kind of crazy things I never hear about before. And I was like, dog, what, what no, are you doing? That, yeah. What are you really doing? Like, thinking back on it now, it's like, dog, what, what is all you was really doing? And she, and she as a woman, not knowing any better, she thinking to herself, all right, well, I guess this is normal. normal yeah. And it leads to a lot of women thinking to themselves, oh, well, sex is disgusting because, because of this experience that I had before. You know, it leads to a lot of men thinking to themselves, oh, well, a woman should owe me sex mm-hmm. because that's just that's just how it is work. Once mm-hmm. I talk to you, you should reply to me. Once I do this, you should do this because you owe me this. And it's like, no, that mm-hmm. is not how it works. We need to educate children on consent. So I feel like because a lot of things, as you say, it starts at the root. Uh-huh. So when we talk about young men, young women being uneducated mm-hmm. and it boils down to, I guess we could say two things. It boils down to parents being responsible mm-hmm. and teaching your child, being a parent to your child. Yeah. And of course, where it comes with exterior organizations, mm-hmm. whether it be the Ministry of Health or somebody, a private organization, uh-huh. taking the time out to go around to schools, to yeah. homes, to educate children not yes. a one-time thing a pass in the school and that is it mm-hmm. and i understand it's a big movement that we're talking about but it needs to be done because the problems that we witness at the adult level it with rape from there and sexual assault and just sexual crimes on the whole mm. it starts from that level because yeah, these man. kids not just waking up one day and saying i'm going to be a rapist no. they're not working that's no. not how it works somebody is teaching them this day as, as they say monsters aren't born they are created mm. so it takes one to make one yeah so and that goes across both genders because as i said an older woman was with me and mm. it could only be because she, she found did. that out from somebody else exactly now the cycle of course everybody's humans with free think they have free thoughts and free will so it's up to you if you want to continue it but it feels like almost that there's a you feel almost like there's no end to it because it is now normal for you. You think that it's okay for a big 22-year-old woman to be with me, a 14-year-old boy, because mm. I have a little muscles and my mm. father was tall, so I tall too, and I look like a big man, so it's okay for me now as a big man to be with at, at 20 years old, 25, mm. 30 years old, to be with the 15, 16-year-old who mm. look like a big woman. Mm-hmm. And I think that is where, when it comes to underage sex, there's a very... It's a very fine line because you can't stop it on the whole. Mm-hmm. Right? You can't you can't put a padlock 
on nah, people's private parts and say, we'll give you the key when you turn 18. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But at least if these kids are going to run around the place engaging in sexual activities and, and that and underage sex is for the people listening, it does not uh, only lim- it's not only limited to intercourse, it's all forms of sex. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be touching or heavy petting or mm-hmm. oral, whatever it may be, all of that is encapsulated in sex. Uh, if these kids are going to go around doing these things, because at the end of the day, this is not in the 1900s, right? Yeah. Children, they sex, then they send in news. Yeah, they need yeah. to understand the importance and the reality of what is going on when they do these things. Mm. They need to understand just because you're with a boy don't mean that you're, you're supposed to send him news. Exactly. They need to understand that just because you're with a girl that don't mean you have the right to just grab you by your private parts mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. do whatever she so feels to mm-hmm. do. Being in a relationship is not consent. Yeah. Necessarily. So, as we start winding down because we, we, we spoke about a lot and it is a deep topic. Mm. We understand that is a lot to to internalize but I feel like we covered a wide range probably didn't cover every nook and cranny but the majority of the topic yeah the essential topics you guys definitely we all got some good advice in there and to the young people who may be listening and even the big people because Mm. sometimes big people don't know what they're doing (laughs) ask a question Mm. it may be hard to sometimes yeah Mm. if not Find the resources that's book. available. We, there I are lots of articles, scholarly journals available mm-hmm. online. If you don't want to speak exactly. to a doctor, there's still yeah. content out there for you. Yeah. It's all right to be as, curious and it's all right to not know everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As they say, next to God is Google. Utilize <laughs> <laughs> Google. It's right there. Like just search it. Man, like people don't understand. It has so much things that you could search. On Google, and you would get an answer. Yeah. It's something it's as right simple there. as ways this girl on she period were going on with she. Yeah. It's have a yeah. whole set of science Behind about what could, could possibly get... happen. In. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we need to we need to find ways to educate ourselves. If it is we're not educated, then we're going to make a bunch of stupid let's, decisions. Let's take the stance for ourselves and also pull up your friends. Yeah, yeah. when you hear your friends saying some shippiness, like dog, where's that? Yeah, like, really that. And don't I be afraid know, to open like, those conversations about yeah. yourself. Going, and going both family. ways because you might hear a guy say something like, boy, dang, she was playing hard to get, but you mm-hmm. know, your boy, you know, he put in two words in she and, yeah. and she eventually, and you might hear a girl saying, boy, he was saying, but I do so on a bubble mm-hmm. and this and that. And oh, you understand that sex. But that's a whole <laughs> Yeah, that's a whole Reading the room. We, we try best not to go too deep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Again, I want to thank you guys. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, that's... Shelby as well for giving us. Yeah. Because I think there was a lot about this topic that we probably would not touch if you wasn't here. True. Thank you, know? you guys for having me. Thank you, celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, um, mm-hmm. this has been Reading the Room, a product of the Culture Tribe Network. I'm here with my two good friends and co-hosts, Justin, Anias, and Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> And until next time, you all stay safe. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Take care. Use Google. Use Google. <laughs> <laughs>